In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear brethren, today, even being a Friday during Lent, the vestments during this Holy Mass are black, for we are celebrating this Mass, this Requiem Mass, for the repose of the soul of our dear Canon Fragelli, priest of our community, the Institute of Christ the King Sovereign Priest. It was on the first day of um, the month dedicated to Saint Joseph, the patron saint of uh, the good and of holy death, that um, we all heard as uh, canons, as friends, as family members, with great sadness, we were informed that Canon Henrique Fragelli passed away in Brazil at the age of 59 after suffering from a pulmonary infection. We remember the important prayer intention that we had all received during spring 2021 when Canon contracted the Chinese virus and unfortunately being far away in the middle of his missions, he didn't get the, the treatment. The necessary treatment was very difficult and thought actually that it was something else, more malaria. So unfortunately, it was very difficult for him and um, he had to be um, hospitalized a long time. We all remember the important prayer intention. We offered masses, sacrifices, penance. A lot of people prayed for his recovery and uh, that um, almost happened. We are very surprised the way he fought, the way he won, and had after a long transplant, uh, was then able again to not only breathe, but speak and walk. A man with a very important uh, desire to live, to live as a priest, and to keep doing the, the, the apostolate that uh, he was doing before. He had a very strong will, strong desire to keep being, keep serving the Lord, keep, um, he wanted to return to his missions. So um, during each Requiem ma Mass, uh, we always remember the three states of the Church. The Church militant, which is the Church that exists here on earth, the Church suffering, composed by all the souls in purgatory, and the Church triumphant, which is the Church in heaven. These are the saints known by the Church, as well as those saints known only to God. This part of the Catechism, we can easily imagine that Canon Fragelli taught it many times throughout his priestly life. He certainly quoted this part of the Catechism, the three states of the Church at the present time for some of his disciples are pilgrims on earth. Others have died and are being purified, while still others are in glory, contemplating in full light God himself, trying and one, exactly as he is. He certainly explained this part of the Catechism several times during his priestly life here on earth to the souls he was in charge of. And um, whatever we preach as priests, whatever we explain, we also experience it personally with no surprise. So if he preached so many times the souls about the judgment, now can experience himself these words from St. Paul, 
from, for we must all be manifested before the judgment seat of Christ. On this very day, the 1st of March, Canon Fragili was also judged himself as a priest, and his whole eternity depended on the, the state of his soul. Thank God we know that he was very was comforted by the sacraments of the Church and made a very Catholic, of course, pious and edifying death. Canon Fragili was one of us here on earth during many years. He was born, he, was, he became a boy, and um, even a strong man. And when I say strong man, I must tell you I was teasing him, maybe too often sometimes. He was strong in his body as well, and I was making some puns sometimes with his name. Instead of calling him Fragelli, I used to call him Fragile. And he was not very, always very happy with that, but always with a great, great smile because he knew, he knew that it was just great, uh, great fun between priests as well. And he knew especially that uh, he was not the case. He was a very strong man in his body as well as in his soul. And um, he had a strong faith. Canon Fragelli was ordained to the Holy Priesthood on July the 3rd, 2008, by His Eminence Raymond Cardinal Burke. And he firstly exercised his priestly life in the United States, in Warsaw, in the Diocese of La Crosse. And then on the west part of the States, in Oakland, in California. And finally, the last few years, he did this impressive work in his mission in Mouila, in Gabon, in Africa. You know that in our community, thank God, we are very blessed with, with vocations. And most of the vocations, most of the Levites who knock at the door of our seminary are young ones, usually early 20s. And there are very few exceptions. But Canon Fragelli, then uh, Enrique, was an exception. I remember him when he joined the seminary. I saw this strong man with a, his face in the refectory at the seminary, and I thought he's not 20-ish. He was indeed 38. And this is very rare, rare to receive someone who, as a candidate to the priesthood, who is almost in his 40s. The story is that he already had a life. He was born in Brazil. He grew up in Peru, then in the States. It made him, uh, uh, he could easily speak four languages very fluently. And uh, during this, this the years before he joined the seminary, he spent many years with the TFP, where he especially had a community life, a life full of prayer, full of action as well, and where he taught me many times that he was very, um, he deepened his devotion in Our Lady, especially his devotion to Our Lady of Fatima. Being 38 years old when he joined our seminary, sometimes it's usually difficult for elderly for all the vocations, that's why we do not encourage them too much. But because uh, other seminarians would be younger than him, his superiors would even be younger, I was, was one of them. But in his case, he was definitely an exception. He was always impressive, always edifying example for the community, always humble, uh, 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 always very pleasant, 
very pleasant confrere as a seminarian and then as a priest. If we had to remember one image of him as a seminarian, he was always, I don't exaggerate, I would not say that to, to other, about other seminarians, but he was always reciting the Holy Rosary. He, he always had the rosary beads within his hands, praying. You know, at the seminary, when we go from one place to the other, the chapter to the, the, the chapel to the refectory or to our rooms, there are many times we are in silence and then we have to sanctify this time. And Canon was constantly praying the Holy Rosary. This is really something that we could remember in our prayers. Canon never resided here in Ireland, but um, he probably came when he was younger, this I don't know, but we all remember when he paid us a visit in um, 2018, when he came to, to preach about the missions, about his beautiful apostolate that he had, he was in charge of in Gabon. And we all remember in, um, during this month of November, the beautiful sermon that he delivered here in, uh, from this pulpit. It was a bit long, I try not to be longer than him. He was at this time serving as a missionary in, uh, the, in the institute in Gabon. And um, after this, uh, the, this mass, remember that he gave a long and very impressive presentation with pictures in the living quarters here of uh, the missions. And then we could see through his tireless work, his great zeal, that he was able to give really a new life to our mission in Mouila, in Gabon. I must tell you, a little personal testimony, I went to this mission in uh, 1996, that's a good number of years ago, and there was uh, almost nothing, it was the very beginning of the mission. And if you ever go there or see some pictures of the mission, it's very impressive. You will see the school, St. Francis de Sales schools that he established. He opened himself and not only asked people to work, but worked himself. There are several pictures, you will see him with his working cassock, making bricks, building the oven to, pre to prepare the bricks, erecting the walls, directing every everyone. Very hard worker. He also erected and opened the dispensary and also the orphanage. And with all his missions, he also created a lot of jobs for local people. So, of course, he was very well respected and people liked him very much. One of the last things he built, it was absolutely incredible, but he built a little convent in the mission and was really expecting the sister adorers to come and to, to pray in order to have the adoration of the Blessed Sacrament at the center of his, of his mission. Something that comes back now to my mind, I remember some, some of my, my confreers who stayed with him in the mission, they told me on first Fridays he was organizing a whole night adoration and sometimes people were coming but he didn't care too much because he was staying there himself during night, a large part of the night. So the other priest told me, at least if no one comes, we knew that Canon Fregeli was there. We could go and sleep. 
So after his visit in 2018, I remember we, he was very grateful for the generosity that he received here in Ireland to benefit his mission. He asked me to celebrate a Mass in Thanksgiving for all benefactors. And afterwards, we went to a few different shops and um, he purchased a, a good number of uh, liturgical items, devotional items, especially for the orphans and other children of the mission, as uh, he wanted Christmas to be very special for them. So during this Mass, my dear brethren, we pray for the repose of his soul, the, this good deceased priest, a priest who is a man of God, who is a man who has received once in his life the sacramental order, the sacramental character of holy orders. That is, this indelible spiritual mark, this ontological change, this permanent alteration of the soul. Nothing can remove this indelible mark once it is received. In fact, it really remains in eternal life. The day after his ordination, Canon celebrated a first Mass at the shrine of the Holy Face in Manopello, in Italy. So he went for thanksgiving for the sacraments received just the day before in a pilgrimage with all his friends and family members. He was organizing, I think there were two buses leaving Florence and going there. And he celebrated his first Mass there at the shrine. And then he preached about the, the the message of our Lord to all souls there, especially to priests. We are all seeking the face of the Lord. We are all seeking the face of the Lord. This is what we sing in the hymn, Jesu, quam bonus integuerentibus. How kind are you, Jesus, to those who seek you. Last time I saw Canon Fragelli was doing our annual chapter meeting in Italy. I was surprised to see him. I did not know that he was um, um, strong enough to, to, to fly from Brazil to Italy. And he told me his, his great desire, his intention to, to come back to Ireland and to pray with the sisters, especially in Ardi, and to come here to the church again and to thank people for all your prayers. So, of course, God had a different plan that we fully accept, fully love, fully embrace. We pray for him, we pray for the repose of his soul, and the best thing we can really do for him is to offer God the most precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, the most precious blood of Jesus for the soul of this good and dear priest, as well as for all the priests who are in purgatory, for all those who suffer the most and are the most abundant. I also entrust the family of Canon Fregeli to your prayers, in this time of sorrow, as well as all those who are afflicted by his passing. We are united in a special way with our prior general, Monsignor Vacca, and this coming Wednesday, we will also be united in prayer with Monsignor Schmitz, the vicar general of our community, who will be flying to the United States to celebrate Canon's funeral in Pennsylvania. Throughout this holy season of Lent, may our Mother of Sorrow strengthen us in the hope of the resurrection of her Divine Son and in the joyful expectation of the heavenly life to come. 
Our Lady of Suffrage, pray for Canon Fragelli. Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. Amen. May Canon Fragelli rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.